Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week? And from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts. And I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. You or Jayla? Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Buy tickets to our show. Minneapolis, Chicago, Vancouver, Toronto, LA, San Francisco sold out. Sorry. Boston. Who Weekly did us? We did it. <laughs> we did Moving what? On. Wait, we did what? We did it. We did our promotion of oh, the tour. Who we Weekly did, did us? We did it. Uh-huh. We did it. Oh, come see me in Ruman Alam at Barnes & Noble this Thursday. Listen. What? This is how... This is how annoying it was to prepare the show on Labor Day weekend. This is best exemplified by something you put in here. Because I was texting Lindsay. I was like, I was looking for stuff for hours this morning. I, there's like, it's bleak. We're going to need some games. Like, nothing's happening. Like, Burning Man got flooded. But that's about it. And even that's not that interesting because somebody died. So it's not the funniest thing in the world that Burning Man got flooded. Uh, it was around Friday, I think, 11 p.m. I was having dinner um, in our camp. And our camp next door was Chris Rock was there. Uh Sidney Crawford, Kyle Gerber, Austin Butler, Michael Kivas, a bunch of people were there that were, um, you know, living in that camp. And they had the news that there's no chance of leaving tonight because there's going to be even more rain forecast. And uh, the main issue is getting a car out of there is really impossible when it's muddy because you're going to get stuck. And if they have a lot of cars stuck on, on the on the on the playa, it's going to create huge traffic jams for, for the eventual exodus of people. It's so exemplary of the sort of weekend we're having or week we've been having in celebrity. The top story on people whenever you screenshotted this was who is Kaylee Cuoco's sister? Question mark. All about Brianna Cuoco. I, that's the best we could do. That's all there was. Do you want to know it? I mean, what else? I don't know what else to do. Like, I guess I could tell you the things that it tells you because I have the story open. Stop. Do you want to know what the things are? Uh, we're here, aren't we? <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? Okay. Okay, is she... Well, she's absolutely one of my best friends in the whole world, Brianna told Extra at the premiere of season two, Flight Attendant, in April 22. I just love her so much and like her success and joy and all that stuff only elevates mine and vice versa. Her light shines on me and my light shines on her. Okay, that's Brianna talking about Kaylee. How, okay, let's turn it into a quiz because we got a couple of the quiz. Is she younger or older than Kaylee? Younger. Yeah, she's younger. Okay. Was she on The Voice or was she not on The Voice? She was on The Voice? She was on The Voice because that's fact number two. She was on The Voice. Brianna, <laughs> you just turned on your I know, face. So There's your face. I'm sorry. Wait, turn it off. <laughs> Suddenly your face is on my screen. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to. I wanted this to. This is the weekend we're having. I'm, I want to turn off oh, the yes, air conditioner. I feel like it's loud. I just. Hold on. I just want to. That's why I opened this. I'm, I'm interested in your game. I really am. I, I am. Hold on. Well, it's not really a game. Did she or did she not have a recurring role on the flight attendant? Did she? 
Did she? She did. She did. She was she in the flight role. attendant. Do you know who she played? Yeah. You watched all of it. She played someone named Cecilia, and I think who she was was the person. Remember the first season where there was someone who looked like her, and Kaylee thought it was her. She thought she had a twin. No. She played someone who was essentially Kaylee's doppelganger. No. Who ended up not being her doppelganger, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Is she a dancer or a choreographer? Quiz. She's a choreographer, because that's like a more fancy dance. Well, it's a trick question. She's both, because the next fact on people is she's a dancer and a choreographer. <laughs> okay. Does she have a clothing brand? Yeah. Yes, she does. She started her own clothing brand called Cult in 2019. Wait, Cult? I'm sorry, if you started cult? a business and if you started a clothing brand in 2019, it doesn't exist anymore. Honey. That's what I got to say about Cult. Honey, That there's no way I know. Cult by Kaylee Cuoco's sister exists anymore. Let's see, cult Wait, by clothing. Kaylee Cuoco's sister, by. By yeah. Kaylee Cuoco's sister. Cult by Kaylee There's Cuoco's no sister. There's no way this exists. Cult by Kaylee, by Kaylee Cuoco's sister, Brie. No, it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. By you don't need anymore. No, but also like starting a business anymore. in 2019 is cursed for like many, you know, for every reason. Like it's not fair. It's not fair. Sure. Establishing. It's not We will fair. never see established 2019, you know, like we'll never see that. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like we'll never it's see true. that. It's true. Maybe if it's selling, if it's selling like goods, if it's selling like wares, maybe a restaurant maybe or a if bar. It's a perhaps. hospital. <laughs> I don't know what to hospital. tell you. Oh god. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Fine. What else? Sorry, Kaylee. Sorry, Kaylee Cuoco's sister, Brianna. Next time you start a business, make it a hospital. Okay. Did she plan her sister's baby shower? Yes. Yes, she did. She planned her sister's baby shower. And um, what does her boyfriend do? He's an artist of some kind. What does he do? What you just told me. No, but he's an artist of some kind. What 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 is his art form? Sculpture. No, musician. He's a musician. Oh, yes, his boy, her boyfriend is a musician. Okay. And finally, she has an animal. What kind of animal is it? A cat. It's a dog. Okay, <laughs> this is. And if you're if you're listening to this, like, why did I turn this on? Good question, because there's not a lot going on this week. Why uh, did I turn next this on? Hello, welcome to Cup of Quoco Quarantine Edition. Welcome. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Cheers. I've got my sister Brie here with me. I am drinking a um, Nespresso, of course, with um, oat milk in a, a boring mug. Not one of my best. No. Brie's just drinking hot water. I'm literally drinking just hot water with nothing else in it, so I'm yeah. extra boring. Yeah. Um, we are, as most of you know, we are currently um, in the middle of our quarantine in, uh, New York. yeah, in uh, upstate New York. Mm -hmm and in a beautiful house we had to quarantine for two weeks before we went back to shooting the flight attendant so we have one more week in quarantine um and then we head back to the city and can finish finish the flight attendant which um next person we're going to talk about is this actually i love her this is actually my favorite person of the week exclusive while i was enjoying my beautiful sunday yesterday i did get a text from you that was like i'm obsessed with this woman and it was like <laughs> kfc heiress kayla methvin poses in bikinis <laughs> She reveals she's launching her own production company and is engaged. <laughs> it's so much in one headline. Exclusive. I'm going to read it again. Colon. KFC heiress Kayla Methven poses in bikinis. Bikinis. <laughs> bikinis. That's plural, by the bikinis. way. As she reveals she is launching her own production company and is engaged. The funniest wording in this is like, I, well, I first said, is she Australian? Because I was like, this feels Australian. Oh, she's from Santa Monica, honey. That's, she's American. That's something. But she was in Tulum in Mexico mm -hmm. when she took these photos. And 
did you assume that she sent these directly to the Daily Mail? Duh. Yes, because well, she did. They wrote That's exclusive. the lead. Is she KFC heiress? What do we what do we say? What are we talking about here? What do we what are we like? Okay. What are we saying here? What would you what would you assume it meant? I know you I think you you know the answer to this, but what would you assume it would mean? Oh, what do you do? Oh, well, I kind of nothing. I'm you, you see I'm I'm the heiress to the KFC fortune. No one is saying that. What would that. you assume? No. What would you assume they they I would assume they did. I would assume that I need to what like would you, What would you assume that I would be like familiarly? um I'm we're leaving. <laughs> Help. What, what would you assume that meant in terms of familial connection? What do you mean? Like, what would I assume that her parents like started KFC? No, it would be, be it would be like grandparents or great grandparents. She's part of the. There we go. That's what I wanted you to say. Her parents or grandparents started KFC. That's not what happened with Kayla Methvin. She calls herself the KFC heiress. People have called her the KFC heiress for years. I found some people calling her the KFC heiress as recently as early, sorry, as 2017. Because she was a fashion designer first. She like launched some like very expensive lingerie brand, which I think is vaguely successful still. Like it vaguely does well successful. enough. Uh-huh, sure. For, for the it. people that don't know who you are, can you give us a little bit about yourself? Tell us how you well, got to where you are. Well, they don't know who I am. Shame on you. First of all, shame on you. Second of all, my name is Kayla Methvin. I'm a lingerie designer. I'm an activist. I'm a philanthropist. Um, I do a little bit of reality here and there. I do a little bit of modeling, influencing, you know, the LA work. We were just everywhere, you know? I mean. So KFC was founded by, by Colonel Sanders, as we all know. Because he was a right? real life person. He was a real person. He was a real person. Okay. Harland Sanders, I believe is what his name okay. was. Okay. He was born in the 19th century. Okay, I would assume that she would be related to the Sanders family. Why? I mean, why That's wouldn't not you the assume case. that? Why exactly. wouldn't you assume that? I meet someone and they say that the Popeye's heiress. I say, is your last name Popeye? Yeah. Like, that's what that. I'm going to assume. You do say that. You always say that. That's not the case. She is the grandchild of someone named Stanley Methvin, which is her last name. Stanley Methvin was a guy who owned a chicken company in South Africa called Rainbow Chicken Unlimited. And at one time, I'm quoting a Vanity Fair story on her, at one time supplied 90% of the chicken sold by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay? She's the heiress to the chicken supplier Stop. to KFC. Stop. Wait, not That's even. What she wait, is. not even. No. Not even? Not even. There's no Sanders blood rushing through her body. That is but so... But she goes around and tells people she's the KFC chicken heiress. I mean, she's clearly rich because she owns... I mean, she's connected to a, a captain of industry, I guess. You know, some white guy who, like, went into South Africa and was like, I'm going to take over the chicken industry, which is, I think, what he did. And I think it must have been very lucrative and she is very rich off of it. So she's still rich. So Eris is like, she's, she's still, still rich. rich, but she's not actually, she's not actually related to any sort of KFC lineage. No. Remember when that Mario Lopez, like short film that was really just an ad, a recipe for seduction came out and it was like, it was a fake lifetime movie that where he played like a sexy Colonel Sanders, but it was really just a KFC ad. What the hell are you doing? A lifetime original mini movie. You don't answer my proposal. And now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. Jessica is falling for Harlan. The cook? Leave 
Jessica alone and skip town. A recipe for seduction? We talked about it on the show. Mario Lopez, it was like a 15-minute short film that was mostly an ad for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, yeah, I do. And it was like a lifetime okay. fake sexy thing, and they were really trying to like do some marketing. And they yes. like kind of, they, it kind of worked. Like it did work. Yes. Every time they fuck with Colonel Sanders' look and vibe, like remember when Reba was Colonel Sanders and we were all like, <gasps> Here's a headline from Vanity Fair, which is aggregating a story from Fox News, because we know that she spoke to Fox News. It seems like she has a relationship with, like, that sort of uh, media empire, because she sent her own photos to Daily Mail. It seems like she reached out to Fox News when this movie came out a few years ago, Recipe for Seduction. This is how Vanity Fair headlined it. A self-appointed KFC heiress is not impressed with Mario Lopez's sexy Colonel Sanders. And then it says, it was really funny. I woke up this morning and I went downstairs in my building and a bunch of people were asking me if that was my grandmother or if it was my mother in the film that the film was portraying. However, despite some similarities to her family's history, the heiress found the overall tone of the piece to be, quote, degrading, okay? Mm -hmm. Quote, I think certain aspects of the film can be construed as something that's very vulgar and definitely not something that the Methvin family would ever approve of, okay? Kayla's grandfather was a taxi driver selling chickens out of his truck. He turned that into a chicken empire, ended up becoming the supplier of chicken to the KFC empire, bought a controlling interest in that company, and sold their shares to Pepsi in 1991. Okay, so she's not the KFC chicken heiress, but if that is true, then at one point her family owned a portion of KFC. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see, I see. And now she's kind of like giving sexy bikini model because she did start a lingerie company and she was in fashion and she does have this lingerie thing that celebrities do wear. So now she's like, oh, like I am like a sexy founder of lingerie. And she goes out in Hollywood and obviously gets like very, uh, what's her name? Phoebe, um, who's that like LA, not Angelina, but Phoebe. Phoebe? The kind of oh Phoebe Price very Phoebe Price photograph where you're like who's this random sexy woman very LA figure she's like engaged to this like like kind of Abercrombie hunk they both look like they're AI but it's fine you know what I mean like that's fine <laughs> yeah. she did the she had the last sit down interview with Aaron Carter so like it's really sad like he he sat down with her on her show that's called KLA After Dark which I apparently is something. And talked about his sobriety, which is double. I think it's pronounced Kayla. <laughs> okay, I get it, but it's supposed to be KLA, like like KLA oh. after dark, like LA. I like, see, I see. You know, the name of a radio station or the name of like a TV station. I just want to welcome our next guest, the legendary Aaron Carter, who's sold over 80 million records worldwide. Aaron. You look fabulous. And and you look shiny and beautiful. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. I, I have think to I just got some shine. <laughs> the last ever interview with Aaron Carter, yeah. Because of this initial headline, which again, I'm going to read it, exclusive KFC heiress Kayla Methvin poses in bikinis as she reveals she is launching her own production company and is engaged. I was like, you know what? The Daily Mail loves writing about heiresses. So I'm going to find some heiresses on the Daily Mail and make a game out of them. What? And the oh game is God. called Heiress of What? <laughs> the game is called Heiress of What? Okay. We're going to start. There are 10. We're going to start on the easy side because some of these, a couple of these you've definitely heard of. And one of them you can just probably, you've never heard of, but you can put two and two together and figure out what they're an heir of. And it should get a little harder as we go down. Okay. I'm going to read you a headline. I'm going to leave out 
the descriptor of the heiress, like what they're an heiress of, and you're going to have to tell me what they're an heiress of. And it's multiple choice, okay? Quote, I've never been happy. Sorry. Quote, I've never been happier. (laughs) Oops, I don't know why I said that. Quote, I've never been happier. (laughs) Jeremy Meeks gushes over blank heiress, Chloe Green, and insists hot felon moniker is, quote, a blessing and a curse. Top shop. Okay. Right. H&M, Zara, Topshop, or AliExpress. Topshop. Topshop, you're right. You got it, you got it, you got it. Okay. Blank heiress, Victoria Swarovski, 26, wears a tiny string bikini as she cuddles up to husband Werner Murds, Werner Murds, on luxury yacht in Ibiza. Is this blank heiress, Victoria Swarovski, jewelry heiress, shimmering heiress, crystal heiress, or Tyra Banks' Vaseline jar heiress? <laughs> okay, clearly you're trying to fool me. Crystal heiress? Fool me? Crystal Swarovski, yes, you got it right. Crystals? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Allison Hammond leaves viewers in stitches as she cheekily asks blank heiress worth 4.4 billion pounds, quote, if she's ever been to B&M in a new show at the rich end. Is this heiress the Hennessy heiress, the Smirnoff heiress, the Bacardi heiress, or the Natural Light heiress? What's Natural Light? Oh, Natty Light. Wow. Yeah. I don't think they have Natural Light in the UK, if that's what. Or maybe she's interviewing someone who's not from the UK. Let's say Smirnoff. Oh, sorry. So close. She's the Bacardi heiress. Mm, The Bacardi heiress. Okay. Okay. Exclusive. Bridesmaid Jasmine Stefanovic stuns at her best friend Tommy Ingham's wedding in Paris as blank heiress weds Guillaume Brahimi in front of celeb guests, including billionaire groomsman Lachlan Murdoch in picture-perfect ceremony. Oh my god, I'm out of breath. (laughs) So who is this heiress? This blank heiress, Tommy Ingham. Tammy Ingham. Is this chicken heiress, seafood heiress, lamb heiress, or dairy heiress? How can you be a chick a lamb heiress how can you be a chicken heiress true how can you be a seafood heiress which one which seafood guess give me a final guess shrimp heiress she's a shrimp heiress she's a chicken heiress damn it blank heiress dakota williams sizzles in the sun as she shows off her incredible remember that her incredible figure of course i remember we're obsessed with chicken (laughs) who took my chicken eggs who was that jennifer garner it was Jennifer Garner. Blank heiress Fawn James stirs up trouble with her plans for Jamie Oliver's old 15 million pound home. Mm. Porn heiress, mm. pharmaceuticals heiress, plastics heiress, or publishing heiress? <laughs> Let's say plastics. Close. Porn. <laughs> How blank heir Cosmo Fry and his son Orson once fought to save their South of France holiday home in a game of dice. I know, sorry. They're ch- so he's the chocolate heir. We talked about him. Confectionary heir. Yeah. yeah. I know about the chocolate heir. Okay, good. You got he it right. He dated someone. Okay. He dated someone. He dated Alexa Chung? Yes. Maybe? Yes. Fit for a princess. Blank heiress Kate Waterhouse wears a pink low-cut satin dress, expensive accessories, and a $2,430 Gucci tiara to Melbourne cup. Racing heiress, football heiress, rugby heiress, or musical heiress? It's giving racing heiress, like somebody owned a horse. It's racing heiress. It's racing. But it's not horse. What is it? Oh, it is. It is horse. <laughs> what else it is would horse. it be? I assumed it was car. Oh. I assumed it was car racing, no. but no, it's horse racing. Waterhouse gives horse. <laughs> no slowing down. Blank heiress Deborah Simon O'Neill shows off her lavish lifestyle as she prepares to welcome her first child with property developer husband Ned. <laughs> These are all comp- real companies in Australia that start with Aussie. Okay, Aussie dog products, Aussie broadband, Aussie home loans, 
an Aussie bum. Is it Aussie home loans? It's Aussie home loans. Wow. Yes, she's the Aussie home loans heiress. That's so fucked up. Uh-huh. And then finally, Aussie blank heiress, which is different. This is just a type of heiress that is Australian. Aussie blank heiress, Ruby Steggles, to tie the knot in high society wedding after romantic sunset proposal by Swiss trader boyfriend. Okay. Is this Aussie koala heiress, Aussie kangaroo heiress, Aussie chicken heiress, or Aussie crocodile heiress? Crocodile heiress. <laughs> No, it's another chicken heiress. How many fucking it's chicken Ruby heiresses are there? It's Ruby Steggles, the third and final chicken heiress on this list. Damn, there's so many chicken heiresses. No wonder well, No wonder what's-her-face has to be KFC. She has to t- distinguish herself from all the other chicken heiresses who are just out here just I selling know, normal chicken. She's like, I'm that's a really good point. selling KFC chicken, not just normal that's chicken. That's a really good point. And what's interesting, the Steggles family, they're not just, they're not just chicken. They're a chicken and turkey dynasty. <laughs> chicken and turkey. They're a chicken and Damn. turkey dynasty. Okay. She's really a poultry heiress. Is Love what that. She is. Poultry heiress. Yes, totally. 100%. Beckham Watch. Okay, before we play your game, can we do a Beckham Watch? Because it's all Romeo all the time. I've never seen this much Romeo in the Beckham Watch before. This is the only reason we're doing this. There's so much Romeo because he just had his 21st birthday party. What did I tell you about Romeo coming up quickly and outshining Beck- uh, Brooklyn? I'm like, Beckham, Brooklyn. I think that they were they were positioning Romeo to be the new Brooklyn. And Brooklyn kind of like got married and like took himself, took himself out of the game. And now all he does is hang out with Selena Gomez and his wife. Well, I was going to say... Nicola Peltz's real spouse is Selena Gomez. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They're... Did you see the photo she posted? It was like, my husband and my wife. And it was like Selena in Brooklyn. It is giving thruple. It is giving It's thruple. giving thruple. But I, I honestly hope it's a real thruple and not just her doing that for fun, for yucks. Mm-hmm. I would love if Selena Gomez were in a thruple with Brooklyn. And I know you would Nicola. love it. I know you would love it. God, that'd be amazing. I know you would love it. Her new song, Thruple Soon. She literally soon. is single soon so she can be in a thruple. And she's like single soon, but like open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. But that is she's a perfect. That bird. is like that is. We proof actually that really do. Romeo is more interesting than Brooklyn. We actually don't have like in popular culture like a someone who representing being a third like the third third culture. You know what I mean? Like justice for thirds, mm-hmm. right? That's true. And that's Selena Gomez now. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Is there a, th- a famous third that we don't know about? I mean, I that we're not. I cannot. Of? There think must of be one, one that we don't know about. I cannot about. just like think of one. And also, this is not confirmed that she's their third. But like, how many times do you have to post like with this couple being like, well, they joke my husband it. and wife, or like I'm the wife, or I'm the third, I'm the baby, or like whatever else right. terminology she's been using to try to explain it, like how good friends they are to her. They love to joke about being in a throuple, but it's not serious. However, I could see it turning serious, and I'd be like, good. I would nice. say nice. I would say nice. Functional. Because at least then we're giving like definition to this thing that is mm-hmm. otherwise people just being kind of speculating. It's like, mm-hmm. no, like we're in a relationship. Okay, so Romeo is taking over the tabloids in Brooklyn's stead, is what we're saying. Yes. The other thing With I'm saying is that Mia we want the best for Selena Gomez. Always. We want the best for so Selena Gomez. So Romeo Beckham's girlfriend Mia Reagan shares heartfelt tribute on her bo- to her beau on his 21st birthday. It wasn't rained out. No, it wasn't rained out. It looked like it was mostly indoors, too. I think they must have moved it indoors. They did move it indoors. Okay, Romeo Beckham's tw- inc- Romeo Beckham's incredible life at 21 <laughs> as proud David and Victoria send birthday tributes. Inside Romeo Beckham's rarely discussed turbulent love life. Babe, We all we do is discuss, discuss his love life on these. Like, that is a literal lie. It's a lie. All we, I mean, all we, all we do is discuss, all we do is discuss. But we meaning like tablets, like we're always talking about his love life. And the other thing, and the thing about Romeo Beckham, 
not to talk about, not to be luxist, but wow. Romeo Don't you dare be luxist on gi- my podcast. Romeo is giving Punnett Square more than Brooklyn. Wow. Romeo really looks like right down the middle Posh and David. Right. Bro- Brooklyn's kind of has his own look. Brooklyn has his own look. He looks like them, but like Romeo looks like you really looks like their child in a way that I think is more appealing to a publisher like the Daily Mail because Mm -hmm. he looks like Mm Minnie. He looks like both of them. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's sort of, I shouldn't be surprised by Punnett Squares, but sometimes I am. No, you. it's sometimes funny. I look that's at him the thing about say, Punnett Squares. Whoa, he really looks like his parents. Sometimes the thing about it's giving Punnett Squares is that sometimes you are like, damn, that looks like them because they're, they're yes. such, it's such an iconic look. So you think that the tabloids yes. are uplifting Romeo because they know he's giving more Punnett looks, Square and you yeah, know that Brooklyn so. is kind of like bowing out well, in a way. Brooklyn had his chance and Brooklyn sort of got what he wanted out of this, which was, we don't even think he flopped. He wife. got a wife out of it. Yeah. He got a rich wife who was I don't know if that's is, what he wanted. I think he wanted with. a career. He wanted love. He wanted, I think he wanted to be a wife guy more than anything in the whole world. Career is not for me. Uh-huh. Wife is for me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think that's what he wanted and I think that's what he got. Okay, fine. Wife. Okay, he got wife. His job, his job is wife. His job now is literally his wife. <laughs> his job is husband. Well, because he always was like, husband. the thing is, is like he was always rich enough where he didn't need all these weird hobbies, but was trying to define yeah. himself as a thing. And now if his thing is being in a power couple, you're right. He doesn't need a job. He doesn't need a hobby. He doesn't need a purpose. He just needs wife. And what does he say all the time? It's like, can't wait to have kids. He oh, can't wait God, for his job right. to be dad. Soon it'll be dad. He can't wait Which, for his job to be dad. as we know, is a real job. It's a real job. It's a real job. So is mom. Okay. Don't come for us. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's a real job. I'm bored of this. And I wrote a game. Okay, good. I wrote a game because it's the Venice Film Festival right now, obviously. And some stars are there, but most stars are not because they're being good Mm -hmm. and not scabbing. But actually, a lot of stars Mm -hmm. are there, which I'm like, suss about, but it's fine. Well, it's like, oh, well, Adam Driver got a waiver from SAG. And it's sort of like, I don't really know how that works. Right, gross. But you know who is there? You know who is there? The iconic Italian actor, Katarina Marino. And here's <laughs> and how I know that she's there is because the Getty Images uh, posted a what was it? There are 318, 318 photos of this woman. Photos. So there are 318 photos of a ran of quote unquote random to me because I didn't know who she was woman entitled Patroness Photo Call, the 80th Venice Fil- International Film Festival. She is posing on the ocean. Um, there are 300 photos of her posing on the ocean. She's standing up. She's sitting down. She's holding her hands up. She's holding the water. She's in the waves. She looks beautiful. She looks fabulous. But it literally is like, who is this woman? She's leaning it's, back. Um, it's over her shoulder. Like it, it, It's the end of the... If you've seen the movie Birth, it's the end of the movie Birth, but like make it camp it's i mean i guess that's already camp but and then there's another photo gallery where it's called patroness arrival and she's arriving on the boat and posing in a beautiful green jumpsuit and a little hat and she's waving and she's getting off the boat and she's with her husband or boyfriend i don't know and she's this and that and, and there she is okay right so we have a total of almost 500 photos of this woman who i didn't know and i was like this woman is giving a lot what's Take it her in the span deal of yeah. One day. Exactly. One day of photos. Exactly. So like, who is she? I look her up. Of course, the reason why she's getting so many photos is because she is the master of ceremonies. Okay. Okay. She's the MC of they the wanted Ven- an Venice Ad- Film Festival. iconic Italian woman to be the master of ceremonies for the Venice Film Festival, right? Because they're like celebrating Italian cinema. Cinema. <laughs> cinema. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she is, and I was like, definitely Bobby doesn't know anything about her. So I'm going to write nope. a little quiz about Katarina Marino, 
for you Mm -hmm. to see if you know about the master of ceremonies and the woman who posed 318 times for the paparazzi on the beach, which by the way, you kind of, I wish I could show you these photos because they really kind of say everything there is to say about her. She really is giving everything in this. The f- a photo I saw of her that was in some story about like Venice is on the way was of her like posing on the beach, like in the water, getting very wet. And it's, she's surrounded by photographers. People initially posted it because it was like kind of a joke on how no celebrities were there because it was seen as scabbing. But it turns out she's not even like a random person. She's a master of ceremonies and actually like a somewhat successful Italian actress. So it was a little bit of a misdirect, you know. But on Weekly, we're only here to correct the misdirect. We didn't. I didn't want to like lean into that kind of meme. I wanted to say this is a real oh, okay. actress, this is a real Who woman, is this woman, and I'm going to write mm-hmm. a quiz about her. Okay, here we go. I love that. Back in 2017, a different Bond girl was master of ceremonies for the Venice Film Festival. Who was it? I don't have multiple choice. Just give me one. Oh, who is it? Eva Green. No, <laughs> Italian. Oh, Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. That's correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which one of these Venice Film Festival events did Caterina Marino not attend? Not attend, okay? Did she attend... Woody Allen's movie. Did she attend the Lexus at the 80th Venice International Film Festival? <laughs> did she attend a celebration of mozzarella's 453rd birthday presented by Galbani? Did she attend... That's not real. Did she Is that attend real? Solidarity to the Women and Men of Iraq flash mob at the 80th Venice International Film Festival? Did she attend Campari at the 80th Venice Film Festival Film Festival Campari at Hotel de Bain? Okay, which one of those did she not attend? What was the first one? Lexus at the 80th. She went to that. She went to that. She went to that. I think she didn't go to the one that was about the war. Okay. The, the... Are you sure? <laughs> you think I think it's that one. You think she attended a celebration of mozzarella's 453rd birthday presented by Galvani? It was mozzarella. It was Campari. It was Lexus. And it was something sad. Solidarity to, to the, the women one. and men of Iran flash mob. Yeah. She did attend that. I made up a celebration of mozzarella's 453rd birthday. Because what the fuck? <laughs> No, there was no event celebrating a celebration of mozzarella's Wait, 453rd birthday. My, my dumb ass was like, wow, mozzarella's only 450 years old? It, it, I did the math. It's 453rd. The first mention of mozzarella, I did the math from its Oh, Wikipedia. you know, that's real. Okay, yeah. that's real. Yeah. So it is only 453 it years is. old. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did the math. Presented by Galbani. Okay, wow, you really, I fooled you. God, I, I flopped that one to hell. What God. is the name? Okay. I fooled you. Good. What is the name of the Bond girl that Caterina Marino played oh in Casino Royale? Royale? Was it oh. A, Tilly Masterson, B, Sylvia Trench, C, Solange, <laughs> or D, Holly Goodhead? Those are all real Bond girl names, by Oh, the way. you know what? I would have guessed the one Sylvia Trench but I, I saw something written about her and they mentioned Solange and I was like why do they keep calling her Solange she's Solange she's Solange <laughs> she played Solange <laughs> in Casino Royale no wonder he was in such a foul mood my mistake can I give you a lift home <sighs> that would really send him over the edge I'm afraid I'm not that cruel well perhaps you just had a practice Perhaps. What about a drink in my place? Across all media, Caterina Marino is called a former Miss Italy finalist. But what place did she take? A, oh, second, B, third, C, fourth, or D, fifth? 
Um, I'm gonna guess the lowest. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess fifth. She took fourth. <laughs> kind of random. Oh, she took fourth. Yeah, oh, she took okay. fourth. She's often been called the ex-actress of ex-country by the Daily Mail. Which two of these has she not been called? A. The Sofia Loren of Italy. B. The Monica Bellucci of France. C. The Isabella Rossellini of Spain. Or D. The Camila Maroni of Poland. <laughs> Which two of these has she not been called? Definitely not the Camila Maroni of Poland. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. One more. And I think the first one, the Monica, Labu- the Monica Bellucci one. Nope, that's she was fake. called the Monica Bellucci of France because she dated this rugby guy and she lived in France for a while. So they called her the Monica Bellucci oh, of France. Okay. She was not called the Isabella Rossellini of Spain. I made that up. Okay. <laughs> Which one of these from her INDB page is not a real quote? You know how they have like quote section of INDB? Which oh, one yeah, is yeah. not a real uh, quote? Uh, uh, okay, A. I do have ambition. I can dress up for a premiere, get a limousine, but it's not my life. My life is wearing jeans and tennis shoes and traveling on the metro. I have to do that because otherwise my acting is going to be false. That's A. B. It's such a long quote. I don't think he wrote that. B. I never download anything. It's crazy. We must keep buying albums and DVDs. (laughs) That was B. I never download anything. C. My favorite animal is the koala. But his life would be boring. I'd rather be a giraffe so I could contemplate the beauty of Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Or D, all of the above. All of the above. That's true. She said all those things, apparently. She'd rather be a giraffe so she could contemplate the beauty of Africa's beauty. To be fair, English is not her first language, so she probably said these in Italian. So I never download anything. It's crazy. Might have made more sense. I never download anything. It's crazy. I bet sounds absolutely beautiful in Italian. A DVD. Okay, next question. Speaking of her IMDb page, a mini vial boasts her many talents, including singing, dancing tango, flamenco, and other oriental dances, as well as horseback riding. What is also a talent that she claims? A, being bilingual. B, being trilingual. C, being ambidextrous. Or D, being in Mensa. (laughs) Not Mensa. She's trilingual. That's correct. She speaks French, English, and Italian. I'll try anything once. Good job. Okay, good. She also starred in the music video for a song featured on season two of The White Lotus. Which? (laughs) Is it A, Fa l'amore by Bob Sinclair featuring Raffaele Cara? B, Mm Mm-hmm. Cutiludisi by Rosa Balisteri. <laughs> C. Piccolo Piccolo by Robertino. D. Amore Che Vieni uh, by Franco Battiato. Uh, I think it's, what was the Piccolo Piccolo? It's Piccolo Piccolo. piccolo. That's wrong. It oh, was, it is? No, that's wrong. Oh, it's wrong. It was Fa d'Amore by Bob Sinclair featuring Raffaele Cara. Here's what it sounds like. You'll, know, you'll recognize it. That one. Okay. That's what that one is. Why play it when I get to sing it for you? Okay. I'm almost done. Carolina Morino is number 39 on Famous Birthdays list of 45-year-old Virgos. <laughs> Who made the top 10? Okay, I'm gonna li- I'm gonna give you hints on who made the top ten. You're gonna tell me who made the top ten. Ready? A. Okay. Mad Mad Max Hunk, whose old MySpace photos the internet loves to still talk about. Tom Hardy. B. Rapper turned actor who sometimes goes by Chris Bridges. Ludacris. Ludacris. C. Rapper rapper stayed rapper who sometimes goes by Titty Boy. You don't know Titty Boy? No, no, I don't know. Oh titty my god, Boy. it's two chains. D. Oh, two chains. No, no idea turned cameo maker who's currently riding high on a reboot of his most popular comedy franchise 
just announced reboot of a comedy here's franchise. a hint he loves orange soda a comedy franchise no who? i don't know cal mitchell from keenan and cal you know they love orange soda uh, oh good burgers coming yeah, back it is oh, okay, okay. I, yeah, yeah he's yeah, a 45 okay. year old virgo you know who and here's a bonus you know who else is a 45 year old virgo the lady who said this world is bullshit and you shouldn't model your life about what you think that we think is cool and what we're wearing and what we're saying and everything go with yourself who's that fiona thank you okay good job those are all 45 year old virgos and so is catalina marino okay <laughs> here's the last question Katarina Marino brought her dog, Sol, which is son, to the Venice Film Festival and showed him off on the red carpet. <laughs> she literally brought him on the red carpet with her. Which type of pet protection project, which has the same name as a Sam Smith song, is she involved with and talks about on her Instagram nonstop? Okay, these. A, stay with me. A project focused. <laughs> no, listen, I'm not done. A, stay with me. A project focused on the plight of pet abandonment. B, unholy, a project focused on finding proper burials in pet cemeteries for stray dogs. C, lay me down, a project focused on donating those half wheelchair things for dogs with mobility issues. D, (laughs) man I am, a project focused on neutering male stray dogs to control populations of animals without homes. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say it has to be stay with me, but weirdly your description of unholy makes a little bit of sense. (laughs) Just for fun, I'm going to say on hold. You are wrong. It was Stay With Me, a project <laughs> focused on the plight okay. of pet abandonment. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Okay. Okay, that's it. That's the game. Thank oh, great game. Thank you. I want to be famous. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> what when I sleep on other beds, what is there I get else to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much so rude everybody is unique and i mean everybody two words because everyone sleeps differently their bodies are different and that's why helix has several different mattress models to choose from each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences i'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper some people are back sleepers some people are exclusively side sleepers there's a helix mattress for all of you not only is the helix the best mattress i've ever slept on the setup was fast and easy their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door you just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing plus helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model and if you don't want to take our word for it helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by gq and wired magazine it's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep helix is offering up to 30 percent off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. 
Might? Uh, Might? You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. How to be famous? I know, relationships. Johnny Depp 60 is not dating 20-year-old Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega was pissed off about this. I misread her quote first because it said, I can't even laugh. And I thought she wrote, I can laugh. <laughs> like... I can laugh at this. No, she's mad. I have never met or worked with Johnny Depp in my life. Please stop spreading lies and leave us alone. Jenna Ortega has like had it with a lot of the press, a lot of like toxic fandoms. And like what's more toxic than pretending that you are aligned with Johnny Depp? I mean, you can tell that she's had it because giving comment based off a dumb wall rumor that I literally couldn't even find like I like I couldn't even find it do you know what I mean like yeah I found I found one that was four months old that said they were working together on like a video on a movie production like there was there was no I never saw anything about dating I do think that the Daily Mail like Daily Mail I do think that Demois wow same initials like deleted deleted it it or like archived it fast because it is so quote-unquote ridiculous and she was so angry and they were so angry about it her people and Johnny Depp's people both clapped back at the speed of light so it feels a little half defensive but also half like it's ridiculous you know Jenna's was an Instagram story that she deleted right where she was like this is bullshit and then Johnny's it was his people that released a statement that was like he's not dating Jenna Ortega the the rumor you put it in here we don't have a screenshot of what the rumor was exactly but it was a report that they were quote spotted together so people clearly extrapolated i like what you put here from like some demois subreddit which i think is a really good observation by someone named sorry slut nato <laughs> who says Depp stands have submitted fake oh, lines before fake like lines. that he was pl- like that he was playing uncle fester on wednesday so this could be fake too we'll see like the idea that like this extremely toxic fandom is the one responsible for it these giant Depp rumors holds a lot of water to me sense. like the, yeah it makes I, sense I, I mean i can get behind it, that it makes sense and it tracks basically that all of these mm-hmm. things but it is funny how toxic johnny depp is that he that she was like went personal like went no. to her personal script i no. was like this no. is ridiculous no no, no. and his people were <laughs> and probably maybe they're in something together like that is not that crazy because she's sh- uh, shooting beel juice maybe that like i don't know i mean maybe he has a maybe he has a cameo in it like i know a tim burton sort of connection well, also it's kind of I- interesting because she's playing 
she's in Beetlejuice playing Lydia Dietz's like offspring or something, right? Like or mm-hmm. something. And Lydia mm-hmm. and Lydia Dietz is played by Allegedly. Winona Ryder and Wino Forever. Yeah. So it's all it kind of does go back yeah. to him. But he's so toxic to touch. Like that's the thing. And also, I think this more just shows that Jenna Ortega is like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Like I, this mm-hmm. is so annoying. And she's always like Rachel Zeglery cra- clapping back and stuff. Rachel Zeglery. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I wouldn't be surprised if if at one point Jenna Ortega is like, fuck this, I'm moving to the woods. I'm like buying a house. I, I like I'm I'm homesteading. Yeah, truly. <laughs> like she's She seems like she's kind of like remember when she was like Wednesday's badly written? <laughs> yeah. More so than like just being the 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 victim of like a lot of fucked up stuff in the press and a lot of like toxic fan stuff. She just seems to be actively not into despising the celebrity part. Fame. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, very talented. We love her and stuff, but it's like, she doesn't ever seem to be having She's fun. She's not like into And she doesn't it. ever, and I'm sure that a lot of people don't have fun being famous, but she doesn't even seem but also, all that willing okay, to pretend but that also, she is. also, Bobby, she's been playing like a dour character for like on TV. Like, she's also playing years. Wednesday, so it's like, maybe you're confusing yeah. a little bit of like the dour I character of Wednesday with her actual thing. But I know, and she's also in Scream playing like a badass like, murder survivor mm-hmm. or whatever murder survivor like killer survivor mm-hmm. so e- the killer survivor so really we haven't seen her anything where she's like bubbly or i haven't seen her anything in that so so maybe you're kind of confusing those you're conflating a little bit yeah i don't know yeah i don't but know but she does she does release statements that are atypical i guess for someone in her in her space mm-hmm. in her fame mm-hmm. space yes okay uh i guess i've i've been exposed to the world in a sense i people prey on that and take advantage of that and and they see your vulnerability and and twist it in a way that twist it in a way that you don't always expect it's very easy to feel like almost out of control of things Mm -hmm. which is why it's so important i think for people to get off the phone um this is a really good headline and a really good drawing actually yeah really good drawing i love this diane kruger norman reedus one of the world's most chaotic and honestly fascinating admirable yeah we love them Diane Kruger and Norman Rita spark pregnancy rumors with confusing illustration. And it's an illustration on like nice paper, like a nice sketchbook paper. You can tell by the texture. Okay, I'm sorry. And it's it's an illustration on sketchbook paper in pen held with the photo being taken of it held by a thumb with a disgusting bandaid on it. A really nasty bandaid. So somebody has a so nasty you see at bandaid the on. So there's a, and it's a crudely drawn sketch of Norman in an eraser head shirt, you know that's Norman in an eraser head shirt, wearing a fedora uh-huh. with like long hair. So that's definitely Norman Reedus and their cat. <laughs> and standing next to him is Diane Kruger. You know it's her because she's got a little, she's got a fucking bob, as they call it, a she's fuck ass bob. She's got her Diane bob. Kruger bob, yeah. She's got a blonde fuck ass bob. And she's wearing pants and a shirt, but he's given her like either she just ate and she's bloated. He's given her a significant belly. And this is one of those things where, like, yes, you see a girl on the train and you're not sure if she's pregnant. You don't want to even assume. Like, this is not, that's very rude. But this is a drawing. I'm not looking at a photo of Diane Kruger <laughs> yeah. being like, oh, is she pregnant or not? Person. I'm looking at a literal drawing her husband made. And I'm seeing. Also, context matters. I'm, this is how Norman Reedus would draw a pregnant person. Truly. And I'm seeing, like, a crudely drawing drawed pregnant pregnant woman and they're like no one knows she hasn't announced that she's pregnant so people are being like is she pregnant based on this like shitty drawing that norman that norman reedus made and he also gave 
presumably Diane, let's just call it, that's Diane Kruger. He gave Diane nipples and a belly button, like, like sort of visible through the shirt, which is funny to me. So I was like, was she initially topless? And then he added straps? Like, I don't know Yeah, I don't it's know crazy he that he here. got an eraser head shirt, which actually has like nice boxy shoulders and a funny hat. And she got like a pregnant belly and like nipple marks, you know? And I think hearts <laughs> over her head. Heart, hearts overhead going like. His Instagram, big bald head. But listen, I'm like, I want to see this. Did he post it on Grid or did he post it on Stories and then delete it? Yeah. Oh, post it on Grid. And the he caption is the just grid. hard. Yeah, he posted it on the Grid. Oh my God. She commented six days ago, we are not pregnant again, just to be clear, just missing each other. And then she wrote, hard, hard, hard. I'm sorry. Your husband gave you a huge pregnant belly in this drawing. That's a, pre- that's a pregnant belly. <laughs> if Norman Reedus is drawing his wife's belly like that, He's saying that she's pregnant. Mickey Work commented, a re Picasso. Not really, LOL. <laughs> but he spelled it a re, like meant to say real, clearly. A real Picasso. But then wrote Picasso. He also spelled Picasso. Pica- <laughs> he also spelled Picasso P-C-A-S-O. So Mickey Rourke is. But the fact like I can read R- Mickey Rourke, I'm like reading this like, oh, he meant to say a real Picasso. <laughs> it's like, no, he wrote, he wrote a re Picasso. <laughs> it's like when your brain fills in the blanks when they have the first and last letter of a word. <laughs> It's like that's what you that's the part of your brain that needs to be activated when you read anything written by Mickey oh Rourke. It's god. like, oh god. Wow. That is so Big Baldhead responded, which means Norman Reedus, ha ha ha. At Mickey Rourke, ha ha ha. Somebody wrote, What happened to your finger? <laughs> oh, you guys are pregnant again? Every, all the comments are like, Oh, look at Diane's pregnant belly. Pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. This is so what a what a freak show of a couple. I love oh them, god, kind just of. A freak I show. kind of love them, you know. They really I like that I like that the that her relationship with Joshua Jackson ended and led to both of them, both parties seemingly yeah. upgrading, like getting what they actually wanted. And they both got a little like they both got a little cooler. They did. You know I think for sure. Like he gets with he gets with an it girl, she gets with like freak. Right, show. and together they were kind <laughs> and, of a boring oh they date? To, together they were boring. Yeah. Together they were boring. They were individually boring, mm-hmm. but good looking. They both chose partners who had a little bit more of a personality. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, seems great. She was here and she was so charming and she really seemed lovely and told us a story, as I recall, about you uh, buying a house on just a whim without really clearing it with her. I did do that. You did yeah. do that. Yeah. And yet still she agreed to marry you. So then he drops me off and um, I come out of my table read and there's like 50 messages that start with, I left that house. I stayed another hour. What do you think? Next tip message. Should we move to California? I don't know. I think just for a kid, it'd be so nice. You know what? How about we make an offer? You know what? I made an offer. We got the house. <laughs> So, and you were displeased, well, as I recall. No, I mean, it was a beautiful house. Uh-huh. You know, I don't want to complain too much, but <laughs> I, I had not considered relocating to California, which then we did. So it was great. <laughs> is, that some, is this the sort of thing that he does regularly? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I call him like a mad midnight shopper because like the most obscure objects show up the next day, like weird balls for his, to massage his feet. Um, Toothbrushes of a house, house, nine motorcycles, literally. <laughs> I want to be famous. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. 
See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. <laughs> Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets the perfect jeans performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted they believe in western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores when you walk in you'll be greeted like family i saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of potomac it seemed like they were being greeted like family you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink yes even the hard stuff if you prefer and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots but if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also, practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm going to learn Spanish, I'm going to do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language throws out a stone. And it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful. Okay. That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime. And you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm-hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. How to be famous? Okay, not dating. I love this headline and I really didn't read much of it um, beyond the headline. Christine Baumgartner denies she's dating ex-Kevin Costner's friend, Josh Connor. <laughs> they just went on vacation together. This is in court. 
was in court. They just went on vacation together. Moving on, Justin Thoreau kisses actress Nicole Bryden Bloom at dinner in NYC. This is only notable because Nicole Bryden Bloom is apparently in season two of The Gilded Age. Oh my God. Good for him. Amazing. I can't wait to see her in season two of The Gilded Age coming back to TV on September 12th. <gasps> That's so soon. This is not a spawn. This is not spawn. <laughs> Sorry. It's just excitement. This is not I'm really spawn. excited. Okay. Justin, Sir- Justin Thoreau said in May that he has quote, much more fun not being in a public relationship. And yet, mm-hmm. and yet. And yet you're smooching her all over New York City. John Mellencamp has, I guess, gotten over Meg Ryan and is now dating a mystery girlfriend who has since been identi- like revealed since he first started dating her. A multimillionaire socialite, Kristen Kutterberg. She's the widow of Shelter Island advertising guru Dick Tarlow. Mm-hmm. He died in 2022 and she said... I'm feeling sad, but, I'm taking your money. but next year I will be getting with John Mellencamp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Whatever. I like that the song they used was Hurt So Good. You could use a lot. The Hurt John So Mellencamp, Good singer, the Hurt so 71, good singer. and Kerberg, 57, started dating earlier this year, but were not publicly spotted together until the beginning of August. All right, blah, blah, blah. Serena Pitt and Joe Amabil got married from The Bachelor. They already got married, I guess, on the show, but they got married again. Yeah. And it's funny, they let yeah. Wells... Uh, do it again wow these bachelor people are really uh something i can't i this is huge news but only if you watch summer house which is hilarious no one else would give a shit about this only if you watch summer house the engagement i was gonna ask should i care about this no literally only only if you watch summer house do you care but you care so much does that make sense yeah it's like every bravo thing but it's It's no but it's just like if you watch this this is the number one thing that you would care about is that the summer house stars carl radke and lindsey hubbard apparently have called up their engagement and obviously they're filming it for the tv show which is boring but it will be great when the tv show comes back which is what they always say and then the biggest news which scandal effect the biggest news of breakup which i broke to a bunch of girlies on the beach yesterday and they were shocked was that according to tmz joe jonas and sophie turner are quote headed for divorce which is weird because Neither the of them had said shit about it. Intentional, yeah. But also, neither of them had said have said shit to deny it, and it's been over like twelve hours. You know what I mean? Like since this all came out, kind of yesterday afternoon, it's been almost mm-hmm. twenty four hours. And there's been a lot of like eagle-eyed Jonas and Turner fans <laughs> looking through all their recent photos, seeing when they are or are not wearing their wedding rings. <laughs> the most recent update we have is there's been like a little off and on, right? Literally off and on. Last night, which means a Sunday night at the Jonas Brothers concert, right? Because he was wearing it, right? So it he is was wearing weird. it, and it also everyone's kind of like she posted photos of them together like only three weeks ago, and it said they've been broken up for six months, and then it was even crazier because in the exclusive from TMZ, one of the reasons given is this weird, very kind of orchestrated comment from clearly his camp it wouldn't be from her camp where quote we are told over the last three months joe has been caring for their two children pretty much all of the time even as his band was touring we're told joe currently has both kids as the group plays around the u.s so it's like oh we're positioning joe to be like a better parent than sophie which is like pretty nasty and kind of implies that something disgusting about him is about to come out like something he did that's even gross because like Mm -hmm. if they're releasing that information about him being this amazing dad there are like preemptively fighting something that he did that was not very flattering right yeah and i find these two screenshots that are put in here i think both are interesting for two different reasons one is demois on twitter responding to someone who said at demois world i need you to post something about joe and sophie and Dumois quote tweeted and said, I honestly don't know anything, which is sort of like, 
Hmm. You know everything. People send mm-hmm. you everything. What are you? Why are you not posting exactly. about this? I honestly, don't, that's never prevented you from posting shit in the past exactly. that wasn't true. You've definitely posted shit that wasn't and true. And commenting like, on it. Who got to you? Mm-hmm. Who got to you? Mm-hmm. What's what's happening here? Number two, there was just a post on Crazy Days and Nights that is. I mean, you know, you got to take every blind with a grain of salt. You got to take everything you see on Demois and Reddit with a grain of salt. But here's one from Friday, September first, before the TMZ news dropped. Desperately trying to sell your house and taking way below asking is one thing, but when the illiterate married boy bander starts taking an interest in a 20-year-old model slash fan, and it isn't just for a threesome, then you have to start telling yourself the marriage I'm is sorry, over. So that's not to be rude, of like, I found someone else. But there are three illiterate married boy banders. There are three of them. Wait. Who are they? Joe Jonas, Nick. Oh, no, they're not illiterate. No, he's the only, he's the only alliterative You're one. You're right. He's the Fuck. only illiterative one. Dang. Joe, Joe, Jick, and who's the other one? Nick, Joe, Joe. Jick, and Jevin. Jevin. I was laughing about this because I feel like Danielle Jonas, who's been here way longer than these new women, is like taking them out one by one. Like she's the one like leaking this to the press. She's like, I'm, I'm, I used to be the only Jonas wife, and now it's been so long since I've been. So I'm gonna like get rid of these girlies quick. Right. What's their What's their show called? Like five albums, one night, or whatever. It's like she's like I'm the only one who's been here for all five fucking albums. She has. What the she had fuck? the reality show. She had the porkboard sponsorship. She, she said. Pork board. She said she I will not board. be sharing my glow up with these actresses. Right. I am the Jonas wife. You know what I mean. And I've been losing my visibility in the press because of these other Jonas wives. And she kind of has. <laughs> and I think the moment Sophie's out, if in fact she is out, Priyanka's not far behind. What point? What? What else? Why else are you in that family? You, wait, you oh, think, you lose you think, your best sister-in-law. You think Priyanka's close behind? You think Priyanka's gonna oh, be yeah. like, she's gone, I'm done? If Sophie's out, Priyanka's out. I mean, it sucks because they have two kids. If this is true, I don't think TMZ would report on something that, although they have been kind of sloppy recently. Well, but... the reporting, the reporting is so it's explicitly vague, in that they're saying shit like they've both gotten attorneys. You know, like, that's such a weird source quote. Right. And that's how they kind of find these things out. Because I feel like when they hire attorneys for specific things, then it leaks through, like, Mm -hmm. people who work there, maybe, or whatever. Or it's like the, it's the marriage story thing where it's like, you, you chat with a bunch of attorneys to make sure that your spouse can't chat with that attorney or whatever. So it's like, the more attorneys you, you reach out to, the bigger the chance of that story actually leaking, you know? Neither of them, if this was so patently untrue, it's like such a mean rumor in the, and that quote, that quote about like him, like him having the kids and her being like a bad mom essentially is so mean mm-hmm. that I feel like they would immediately post something like to say, this is ridiculous, she's super online and he's got people up the wazoo, you know? Like I just feel that it's crazy mm-hmm. that they wouldn't deny it. So that's why I do feel like it is true. Yeah, I think it's true too. Yeah, sad. They were I think a it's couple. true too. They were a fun couple. They were so funny. She's 26, though. You know, she got married at 23. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? Mm-hmm. We have, this is, this was just going viral. This is Monietta Shaw, who was a friend of on, I think this is a lot of things going on at once. Monietta Shaw is a friend of on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Recently did an interview with, oh, House of Aaron, a podcast. There were two things that she said on this podcast that got a little pickup. One got more pickup than the other. She's currently married to this guy because her last name is Carter now. She's married to this like random Atlanta businessman. But she was engaged to Neo for a long time, like over 10 years ago. 
she was saying in this interview that one of the main reasons that she dumped Neo 10 years ago was that he wanted to have threesomes all the time. And she was like, that's too many threesomes for me. I, I, we have to end this. Like, I'll have a threesome every now and again, but I'm not going to have a threesome every fucking night like you want it. And so that got a lot of headlines like Monietta Shaw defends herself after revealing she and Neo broke up because he wanted too many threesomes. People were basically saying like, why is she bringing this up now 10, 10 years later? And she was like, well, I've talked about it before. In her video defending her rationale for bringing up this 10-year-old drama. She recorded it inside what looks like either a Costco or a Sam's Club. But it's no beef, no nothing. Actually talked about my husband as well. Of course, that wasn't in the clickbait. But um, yeah, it's all good. So, you know, shouldn't be no beef, shouldn't be nothing. So I know it's entertaining, but it's old news. <laughs> but it's the truth and it's part of my story. And it is what it is. And, you know, everybody moved on, but you know, the other thing in here that I actually thought was more interesting than her talking about Neo because there's no like beef publicly between her and Neo in fact like she's monetized like co-parenting and like written books about it and it's all like no Neo and I have a really healthy co-parenting relationship he's dating other people I'm married it's totally fine we're good co-parents everything's okay. The actual interesting nugget of gossip that I got here that I'd never seen before is this. When she was still engaged to him, and I think not long before they broke off the engagement, which means it was good timing, Bravo wanted her to be on Real Houses of Atlanta as a full cast member. Because she's on now as a friend of Candy, whom she actually met through Neo. But they were like, oh, we want you on the show as a cast member, as a full-time cast Mm -hmm. member. And Neo said no. Because apparently Neo's management or record label were like, this isn't going to be good for your sales. Like, this is going to be bad for you if you get on Real Housewives and become a reality star. Right. So he said no. They broke up not long after that. So she says in the podcast, like, it's actually good that we didn't go through with it because then I would have had to put my entire divorce on TV and that would have sucked. So she actually, I think, is grateful she didn't do it now. But it seems like what's happening now, the other thing that's happening here, is that she seems to be gunning for a promotion from friend of. See, now that I'm watching more Housewives, I'm you're totally so, into the, like, you're so friend of dynamics. right now. <laughs> well, the, like, the friend of dynamics, it's like, why am I suddenly seeing all these headlines about Monietta Shaw, who is Shaw Carter, who is a friend of mm-hmm. on Real Housewives? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because it seems very calculated. It seems like she's trying to become way more famous so that she gets the the promotion. I'm just like, I'm obsessed with the dynamics of the friend of regular recurring hierarchy on housewives newly mm-hmm. you know i'm late to mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. so the housewives they wanted you back when you were engaged to neo yes and they were willing to pay for the wedding mm-hmm. but then neo came back and said the management they don't want which probably was best for him well because the way they was gonna leave men, he was what i mean you know if i would have known he was gonna leave well yeah that's smart because they would have got everything 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 so, and they yeah. like to dig everything up and expose mm-hmm. everything like housewives fans i'm sure you're privy Oh. We're a little crazy. We're very invasive. Child, and we're a little crazy. Y'all don't play. We're a bit unhinged. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? It's so funny to me how she literally would go to the opening of a 
envelope. We say this every week and it's kind of the point of this segment, but this woman will attend a Benihana ribbon cutting ceremony at this point. Like, I really think that. And these are Mm -hmm. glamorous events, but she goes to all of them. She's never missing a fucking beat. Club, another club, another party, another charity, another gala, another film festival. But then she gets invites to, as you said, all of them, including like the A-list, A-list, like luxe, chic events like the DVF Awards. With such guests as Jewel, Emma Thompson, Nancy... I know. Like this photo of all of them. Jewel, Emma Thompson, Nancy Pelosi. You got Rita Ora. You got Diane von (laughs) Furstenberg. You got... Lily Singh was there. Uh... George Clooney was there. Amal was there. I get that these are chic events, but it's just so like Rita does not say no. And to be fair, you're saying they were all there. They really weren't all there. If you look at the photos on Getty from these things, it's like it was a pretty limited scope of celebrities compared to normal, right? Because a lot of celebrities are like not going to Venice because they're like not promoting, Mm -hmm. right? But Rita, she was there. She had multiple fits, you know? Tyke is not even there with her. She's fucking there. I loved all these photos of Rita, like mixed in with the photos of George. Like she probably like paid for this type of placement. I mean, it's incredible. If you go to if you go to this event on Getty, it's like Rita arriving by boat and then like Amal and George and then Rita again and then Amal and George and then Rita and Elena and then Amal and George. And it's like, oh my God. And then Rita again in a different outfit. In a very dramatic sheer gown and thong bodysuit as she joins as she joins mom and sister Elena at the Amfar Gala. Oh yeah, she right. loves that's the whole. Gala. She performed that's at the it whole once. this weekend. Yeah, she's been at she's been in Venice the whole time. Yeah, but not to be like, hmm. I don't know if this is rude or dark. Well, or say it. Untoward. Say it. How many times mm. do you think mm. Rita Ora mm. has had COVID nineteen? <laughs> like I guess at like least four. Where she's said that four she had five. it maybe once or twice. No, actual total. total how many where she, she's hit it. How, time, how many times has she been, has she been infected with a new I- infection of the novel coronavirus? Okay, well. That is dark. I think five She's times. very healthy and she is definitely boosted. I know she I'll is. say that for sure. I'll say that too. And you know what? She's probably traveling in private and she's probably wearing masks and she probably is protecting herself. So I don't know. But she is going everywhere. She's collecting the strains. <laughs> no more? You don't want to say she looked amazing as she flashed back tattoos in a midriff? You don't want to say that, uh, where's everyone gone? This is a good one. Where's everyone gondola? Hollywood star strike empties Venice (laughs) Film Festival with Rita Ora and a Love Island star on the red carpet. The sun is saying like Rita Ora is the only one there, which is pretty funny. Where's everyone gondola is really funny. Okay, you're right. You can always count on Rita to show up is what I'm saying. Like everyone else is like, we're striking, whatever. Rita's like, I'm not in the union. I just released an album no one cares about. I literally can go to the film festival festival and watch movies like she's not in any well, of them the nice, she's not promoting any of them the, the nice thing about releasing an album that nobody cares about is that you can do other shit yeah like you don't have to promote the album like, and you don't have to be perform a it anymore. at the venice film festival even though you're not promoting anything i don't know what the rules are i really i don't know like whether yeah, she's, i don't think i don't think she's a she's not well she's not in the guild so she's not a scab is she in the guild she did act in wonderwell rita do you is have a card rita aura in sag rita do you have a sag card they're saying she's a sagittarius <laughs> <laughs> here we go First name, Rita Ora. Wait, you can search SAG. Wait, are you in the guild? I don't think she's in the guild. She's not in it. Okay. I don't think she's in the guild. All right, she's well, guild. she's, you know. And she's definitely not in the If she's in the WGA, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't think she's in the guild. I think she's just like, well, whatever. Because they know they, and they know they can count on her to be there. That's the other thing with her. It's like, they know she'll show up. They, she loves, um, she loves Amphar. She loves, she loves charities. I think she performed it a few years ago or last year. I don't even remember. And I think that's why Taika wasn't there. Taika wasn't there because I know Taika, Taika knows it would look bad. He's if in WGA went. and the Directors Guild too. Of he's course. definitely in both. And he's extremely famous in both. So I, I don't, I think he knows that like, he can't 
he would be scabbing if he were like palling around with Good. George Clooney. Good. Well, he's not. You know? He's not going. He's not there. Rita said. Rita yeah. said, "I'm not missing this. I'm not Venice. <laughs> I'm not missing the Venice Film Festival." And then she gets there and she's like, no. "Where's everyone gondola?" And he's like, "I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you." And she's like, "Well, great. More foot. Uh, more photos of me." More photos of me. Mm-hmm. And there are so many photos and of her. And once again, there are so many photos of her. She knows how to do it. Let's end. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Um, support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes of Discord server, commentary tracks, um, occasional newsletter, and more. You can also get the audio only, audio only on Apple Podcasts. Just click subscribe within the Apple Podcast app. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Read theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. And we'll see you Friday. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya. You, Jayla. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Real. Hey. Real. Hey. Real. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous.